Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Welcome back. Spark Pride Podcast. Fans first. Sports Network. I am Jonathan Schopp here with you today. A couple things to talk about right off the bat. First... My voice, it is a little under the weather. I am a little under the weather, coming out of it, in fact. Talk about timing. Second, this is going to be the Spartans by 7 summary of the game Saturday against Richmond. We're not going to talk much about the incredible events since that game in this specific show. You're going to want to go to another show if you're looking for that. This one is just going to be a brief one talking about the Spartans win over the Richmond Spiders, 45-14. We're going to do it relatively quickly because Richmond is an FCS opponent, and there's obviously a lot more going on with the news that Mel Tucker has been fired as the head coach at Michigan State. More to come. We will have a special edition podcast on that separate from this. This is just going to be talking about 45-14. to We will go through each of the areas, including coaching, but we will stay out of the big story because that needs its own, as you can imagine, its own episode, and it's going to be covered in detail, and we now have a whole brand new can of worms as Michigan State officially begins the long-term coaching search for their next head coach. That's not for today. That's not for right now. We're talking 45-14 over Richmond. This is the Fans First Sports Network. I am Jonathan Shop. You're on the Spartan Pride Podcast. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Just talking about the game Saturday, Michigan State 45-14 over Richmond. The offense, pretty good day for Noah Kim. 18-22, 292 yards, three touchdowns. A fine performance for Kim when he should have been performing at a fine level. It was a productive day for him passing the ball, leading the team. What you see in Kim is a very steady guy who is well prepared and he's got some savvy. What you also see is the best looking spiral that we've seen probably since Brian Hoyer. I think that's fair to say. For Spartan fans, they've seen some wobbly, funky, yippy balls from really a lot of guys throwing passes over the years. Now, some very effective when you're talking about Connor Cook, really the best quarterback in modern Spartan history, if not of all time, but some others that were not good. That's not Noah Kim. Noah Kim is throwing a really nice ball, and depending on how things settle out here during the week, he's going to be ready to play these coming weeks in these big games. Regardless of what's going on, regardless of his old coach being back in the building, his new coach being gone, Noah Kim's going to be ready. And so is Nathan Carter. This is a guy, Nate Carter, that looks like he's got some pop. He does look a bit like Ken Walker. He's got some real agility. That's really the thing that I like most about him. He had 113, well, 111 yards and three scores. A 44-yard long run tells you he can break them. I like what I see there a lot. I think you should be excited about Carter, and we're going to find out what he can get from up front this week when Washington comes to town. There were fumbles in the backfield for Michigan State. You saw those, honestly, they don't really matter much. What does matter more is the injury to Berger. And what matters more is if there's any change in the player's mentality with what's being shaken up right now. I would think Carter is going to be the lead dog from here. But look, there's going to be a new head coach. There's going to be some new and maybe some people seeing things differently. So don't be surprised if you see some guys moving around on a depth chart. Out wide, you saw a lot of guys catching balls. Eight different guys. That tells you a couple things. They've got some players there, and Noah Kim can throw the ball. So the offense, I thought, did a pretty good job overall when they should have against a overmatched opponent. The defense for the Spartans, pretty good on the day. Richmond gets 14, but you saw those 14 were not necessarily in a traditional fashion. Um, look, the bottom line is this game coming this week is about what happens up front. Michigan State's offensive line's got to be a lot better. I don't think they're good enough to have any chance to do very well against Washington, Maryland, Iowa, or beyond. 
they're going to have to get better in a hurry. And again, with a new head coach coming in, you may look at some different lineups in a hurry. Defensively, it starts up front. Michigan State played a lot of guys yesterday, which is good. Look for a lot of guys to play. One guy that definitely stands out is number five, the linebacker Hall. He does look like the guy. He looks like a guy that could be the guy. And that's kind of what he was advertised as. Now, how does he handle this? How does he handle what's going on? It's really going to be 105 guys that have to figure out how to handle it. But we're going to talk about that later this week when we preview the Washington game. There's a lot to happen between now and then. We're just talking about yesterday. The defense did a respectable job. They wanted to shut out. They didn't get one, but they got a lot of guys in. And they look pretty ready and relatively healthy for what's coming this weekend with Washington. I'm Jonathan Schopp. This is the Spartans by 7, a summary of the 45-14 win over Richmond yesterday. Not talking about the elephant in the room. That's for another episode. Of course, Mel Tucker being fired. This is the Fans First Sports Network. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Not much going on for Michigan State special teams yesterday. What kind of happens when you're going up against a FCS opponent. But Michigan State did get two punters in the game. And they did also get two kickers, which is not a bad idea. You don't know when somebody's going to be injured. And in reality, you'd like to have at least a rep or two, if you can, for anybody that may have to step in. Returns were just handled by Foster on the kickoff. Henry... Uh, Tyrell Henry handling the punt returns. I would expect to see those guys continue uh, in these coming weeks as they are going to become a lot more important. That's offense, defense, special teams. Intangibles, well, it's hard to look at that, isn't it? Where we're sitting here today, I think the team did a pretty good job of showing up and looking to improve, and they did. It's also a completely different team than it was. Saturday night when they walked out of the locker room saying there actually is no 24-hour rule because we've got to start prep for Washington immediately. Little did they know that by 1 o'clock in the morning, that would stick out as a one-time only shocker that is going to have to be dealt with. I thought they did a good job with the intangibles. One-on-one matchups, Michigan State had a clear advantage over Richmond. They kept the advantage. Health-wise, it looks to be pretty decent out of it, although we don't know what the situation with Berger is right now. To be honest with you, I'm not sure how much that matters. I expect to see some change in the, in the running back rotation. Coaching-wise, let's put out and put aside the Mel Tucker issue. Um, the coaches, I thought, did a better job 
than they did last week. The team looked more organized and prepared. Um, and that's really the end. That's the last shot they're ever going to have as that staff. That staff is over and gone. You may remember everybody but the coordinators is in the final year of their contract. So I would not necessarily say that from this point, these coaches are going to be coaching for their jobs. I would suspect they're out of a job at Michigan State unless some unbelievable thing happens and they are retained by whoever takes over. That goes for the coordinators too. They've got a year on their contracts, but those are relatively small dollars. And depending on what happens with Tucker, who I believe um, is going to be fired with cause, and that frees up an amazing amount of money, I, I, that's that's no, no big deal. They could pay the entire staffs off at this time without much of a concern, relatively speaking. So I think the coaches did a decent job. At the same time, they have got to find a way to be better organized. And look, we're going to see what happens from here. This is pretty unprecedented to have this situation at this point. So overall, just talking about the game only, it's a decent job for Michigan State. They wanted a shutout. They didn't get one. Um, they did score. They did move the ball. I think they've prepared pretty well for Washington. I don't know that there's a whole lot more they could have done. They haven't played their best yet. If the season was progressing on a normal path, I would suspect that their best game would be this coming week in Washington. You know, there was one note. I think it was uh, Aaron Brule that said after the game, he, 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 he alluded to the fact that they kind of laid an egg last year. And the football team believes that they kind of laid an egg at Washington last year. I believe that. Some other folks do. At the same time, a lot of others uh, don't think that Michigan State laid an egg. They look at the final record and say, well, we weren't very good. Well, they had a chance to get back in that game. They know. They remember. And there is a serious a redemption amount on the table for what is going to be an extraordinarily highly viewed game for Peacock this uh, Saturday night, assuming it stays on Peacock and it doesn't get moved to NBC. Thanks for bearing with us on this strange edition of Spartans by 7. We're looking back 45-14 Michigan State over Richmond. This is going to close the book on this game. And in the next edition of the Spartan Pride Podcast, we will be talking about what Michigan State Athletic Director Alan Haller and company had to say at the 5 o'clock press conference concerning the future of the Michigan State football program. This is the Spartan Pride Podcast. I am Jonathan Schaub. You are on the Fans First Sports Network. Stay tuned. Oh, we're going to be back real soon.